Boom, coded hot, Jay. What's up, man? We're coming in hot, man. It's a. I'm, I'm already laughing. <laughs> I'm already laughing because we're like, hey, we're not political on this show, but but it is election day and we are the mayor's office. And we just started talking about some funny things we've seen. <laughs> and this, listen, we're not we're not going. We're not saying left, right, anything. We just we just started <laughs> talking about two things that we saw in the, in the last couple of days while all these maniacs are out there campaigning for the future of the world. First one. I'm going to start. <laughs> Biden, <coughs> again, love him or hate him, anything, whatever. There's, there's some, there's some, some definitely trending stuff about him right now. The, the best thing. So he's at that rally, right? For which governor? See, this is why we're not very political, York, right? right? No, Maryland. I'm sorry. This is so he's in Maryland, and he's giving his speech, and he's trying to get this this guy the votes in Maryland. And he forgets his name. <laughs> and here's the funniest part about this, right, Case? So he's, he's, he goes, for, this is what he says. Here's the quote. And of course, uh, should I try to do a Biden accent? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> and of course, you got, you got that next governor. What's his name? Wes. Wes? What is it? Wes Moore. Wes Moore. <laughs> that guy's a real deal, man. <laughs> Anyway, the funniest part about this was not that he forgot, and you don't, I, I hate, you know, you, I feel bad when he forgets things, but sometimes you're like, holy shit, it's the President of the United States. Now, the funniest part about this was that they pan over to the audience, and they're all <laughs> holding up Westmore signs when he forgets them. So there's like thousands of Westmore signs, and the guy's staring at all these signs trying to for, remember the name. The guy's in the sign. Your take on that. Oh. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Now, now here's here's a second. The second funny thing is, all right, hey, you're in. You're did he say what's his? Did he really say what's his name? It was like Wes. And of course, you got the next governor. What's his name? Wes. Wes. <laughs> and everybody starts screaming Wes Moore, and he goes Wes Moore. The guy's a real deal, man. <laughs> And then he, actually, he then said he's a combat veteran and a Rhodes Scholar. I've always worried about Rhodes Scholars, though. They're so damn smart. I wonder about it, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right. All right. So the second thing we saw that I'm sorry, this made me laugh. You haven't seen this yet. So you're, no. you know, you're a Pennsylvania yeah. guy. You, you, yeah, I'm in my, I got my absentee ballot in. Uh, Dr. Oz. <laughs> You know, Pennsylvania, we have Dr. Oz or John Fetterman. Dr. Yeah. Oz doesn't even live in Pennsylvania. I think he lives in New Jersey, New York. <laughs> I know, it's just even, and by the way, it's amazing. It's Dr. Oz. Dr. Yeah, Oz. John Fetterman, I think, had a stroke a few months ago. Yeah, and. So I'm not saying that's good, but I'm saying, I don't, you know, hopefully he's going to be all right. You know what I mean? Getting ready to. Yeah. To to lead Pennsylvania. Yeah. I mean, but I guess yesterday he was given the speech, right? Yeah. And by the way, the other, the other wacky thing about this is like Oprah, who like made Dr. Oz and they've been best friends forever. Like endorse the other guy, which is hysterical. I love all the funny stuff, but dude, this guy. I I started explaining this to Sean. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this, and if you haven't, just Google it. Because I'm sorry, forget politics aside. This made me laugh so much. This dude is up there pounding his fist. He's at a rally, and then this happens. Case, hold on. You see, so he's giving his speech. Got those beautiful flags behind him. <laughs> He's just standing there. He's just standing there in the woods, all by himself. Dude, I laughed. I, I I was I was watching this when it happened, and I 
I laugh so hard. It's so stupid, but it's so funny. It's like that's like like it's, that's like if a school play, if one of the kids trips on something and knocks down the entire set, like all American flags fell down. All of them. Yeah. Oh my god, so. Funny, oh my god, dude. yeah. You got to laugh at politics these days, man. You got to laugh. You got to be able to laugh. If, if 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 the president of the United States forgets the guy's name and yeah. and John Fetterman is talking, all the flags fall down. <laughs> you just got to laugh. <laughs> anyway. It was a windy day. In- yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, you're there. Pennsylvania wins, man. They'll get you every time. Make sure you stake those things to the ground, by the way. Hey, let's go. Oh, let's go. Like, like who's, dude, who's the producer? Who's, who's, who's your assistant? I mean, put kettlebells on those things. Put 25-pound kettlebells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put sandbags on it. No, exactly. It's like it's like when you're shooting hoops. Yeah, get a basketball. Pull. And you, you don't put enough sand or water in there. The freaking thing comes down. Absolutely. Know, like, what the hell? Oh my god, that's funny you yeah. mentioned that. By the way, last summer I have like like a nice basketball hoop uh, for my pool. Mm-hmm. I have all my little nieces and nephews oh. over one day, and I always tell them there's one rule, one rule. Don't hang on the rim. Don't hang on the rim. Do not hang on the rim because they jump off the side of the pool, they dunk, and I go, "You hang on the rim, you're out. You're never coming back to Uncle Rich's house." Sure enough, my nephew James, who I love dearly, he's one of the sweetest kids I've ever met. He's probably the sweetest kid I've ever met in my life. Great athlete, great hockey player, and he's huge for his class. I see him out of the corner of my eye. I turn, and I see him come 360 around a bend. Beautiful spin move. And I see when he comes down, I'm like, oh, no. Grabs it, holds a little, lets go. He goes into water. As he's going into water, the entire hoop starts coming down. And all of a sudden, he pops up, and the hoop landed right next to his head. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. This is why I don't have a lot of people in my pool. Did you say James, you're out of the pool? James, that's no, it. he was so he was so scared. And it, no, that was it's like a teaching lesson, right? It's like you let the kid touch the uh, yeah. the kids got to touch the stove every once in a while on their own before they realize what hot means. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember one time. I remember one time, my son Jake's like, uh, uh, I was watching the kids. We had a, I used to live in Florida when I was playing in Jupiter, Florida, and my, and my kids are. Dude, when you live in Florida, bro, you get your kid. Your kids swim before they can walk. I think Jake could swim before he could walk. He was swimming at like he walked for <laughs> ten months. It's like gills he was swimming at eleven. I swear to God, because Andrew was swimming, so he was like, "I want to do that too." <clears throat> so Jake was a maniac, though. He never he if he got near a pool, bam, he dived in. Like Andrew, you had to like get him on the yeah. steps. He'd do one foot, two foot. Yeah. Jake was just like kamikaze, <laughs> Geronimo, boom, he's in the pool. You're like so. One day, bro, I'm watching the kids, you know, um, and uh, I was talking to, I believe I was talking to my wife at the time, Mandy, on the phone. She was somewhere, and, and uh, Jake's in the pool, Andrew's swimming in the pool, and there, there's a little hoop there, but, you know, they, they can't do that yet. They're not they're not old enough. So, Jake's a good swimmer, though. He's probably a little over a year at the time. Mm-hmm. Bro, he grabs the ball, and all I can see is, like, he's <sighs> under the water. He has the ball. Well, 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 kids, when they grab the ball, they won't let go of it. Oh. They're trying to get they don't realize they're drowning. Oh my god! So, so then I start to see the ball kind of like, <laughs> I gotta go. I'm freaking diving, dude, full fledged. Did you? David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I freaking saved Jake. I keep oh getting up. He's, he's crying. I'm like, oh my god! Thank uh-huh. God I was here. What they got? I mean, who wouldn't watch their kids while they're while they're sitting there in the pool? <laughs> but I ruined. It was the first cell phone I ever ruined. Oh my god! It was the first cell phone it was in my pocket. So now, oh. what do you do? Do you yell at him, or do you just explain to him after? 
Because you're pissed off about your cell phone probably at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was full jeans, everything. Dude. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, bro, I was like, no, I just was glad he was okay. I didn't say anything. I don't think he would have understood. He wasn't old enough. You know oh, my God. I mean? Now, like, wait, now, so now which one do dives in and which one puts Jake, to Jake okay. dives in and Andrew, Andrew, like, kind of slowly gets So in. here's the question. Is that reflective of their personalities? What same guy? The same guy. Andrew's the same guy. Twenty one. Jake's the same guy. Nineteen. Isn't that a, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Well, same, same dude. The, the, your kids at that age will be the same personality forever. That's so funny how that works. I think that's kind of yeah. like me and my brother are like that. Like my brother is the dive in guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was a time in my life where I was a little bit of a maniac. I would dive. I would dive. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Let's see. Next thing. Next thing. Next thing. Oh, let's talk oh, about sports. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So, crazy story yesterday. Colts, they fire Frank Reich. Understandable, although the management did some really screwy things. You sign uh, Matt Ryan to a gazillion dollar contract, then you bench him for a guy who's never thrown a pass in the NFL ever, who's done not much since he's been there. So they get rid of him. Uh, and then yesterday, they name Jeff Saturday the interim head coach of a national football team. There's only 32 of them, right? In the world, in the whole world. Uh, and Saturday said, he, he literally said this. He's like, they call me and he's like, are you kidding? And I'm like, no. And he's like, what do you mean? I've never done this before. What are you talking about? So I work, I work with Trey Wingo now, right? Trey's friends with him. Trey texted him when this happened. And he was just like, I guess I'll see in the next eight games if I like doing this or if I'm any good at it. First of all, that's bananas. It's bananas for football. However, you made a good point. It's worked in baseball. Yeah. Well, dude, I was thinking the same thing. I remember I remember talking to I remember Booney was like, you know, he was at ESPN, you know, some you know, craziness there as far as people getting fired at the time. And you know, I think he was still gonna stay there, but we were talking about, hey, what are your options? You know, maybe, maybe uh if things don't go right at ESPN, maybe you come to MLB Network and, you know, we're at the, I think we're at the World Series. We had breakfast one morning. Like, swear to God, I'm not kidding. Like a week later, I, I open up the paper and like, they have the three finalists for the Yankee job. And Booney's one of them. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> Booney's never, you know, managing the minors. I don't even know if he's managed, you know, anywhere. And next thing you know, like a week later, they named him the, uh, you know, the, um, head coach for the the manager for the Yankees it was incredible and and Booney's done an unbelievable job and he's ready for it he grew up he grew up in the business you know and I and I do think there's a part of you know he was Bob Boone's son so he grew up in the in the in cl all those clubhouses in Philly and Kansas City all that stuff his brother Brett played the big leagues his, his grandfather Ray played the big leagues dude incredible so I do think if anyone could just jump into a to a team without having any experience it's Aaron Boone because he's right basically lived baseball he's experienced baseball his whole life but for a guy like jeff saturday i think jeff saturday obviously is a great analyst and he also is very well respected you know you know obviously all those years of peyton manning all the things that he did and you know i think there is a certain type of of person that could be able to do that jeff saturday i don't know him but having been around seen him on tv and stuff like that Seems like one of those guys that's just on top of things, on the ball. Guys like him, you know. He he'd be able to direct that club out the uh, the um, locker room. So we'll see. But I think football is a different animal than I baseball, dude. dude. Baseball, you got these guys. You know, who your nine guys. Football, there's so much. 
you know, you're relying on the offensive coordinator so much, defensive coordinator, right. special teams guy. There's so much, so many so moving much. parts and so much strategy and so much game plan that's different than baseball that yeah. I think it's tough to just take a guy like Jeff Satter and say, hey, you're the head coach. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, And also in baseball, like logistically, you know, it's not like you have to worry about the mechanics as uh, uh, or, or the clerical work I'll use in baseball because – you you've been there, like traveling secretaries and all there's there are people who can take care of all the stuff that you don't want to deal with if you're a manager. Also, the second thing is a lot of times the GMs and the uh, you know analytics teams already have in place technically what they want you to do, and you just kind of have to execute your plan their their plan. So it's all almost written out. A lot of it's all written out, and you just have to game manage in a lot of ways. Like you said, dude, especially being working with so closely with some of these old. Coaches and managers. Oh, I got a great story out of this. Look, uh, uh, in the NFL, first, th- like you said, it's like it's like nav- it's like being the general of a military. Like you know, like you, you got you know your offensive guys. Like you know, the, you got your Navy SEALs over here. You got your Navy, uh, you know, special ops. You got Army your, your Rangers. Army Rangers and that, and that all has to be coordinated all together. And it's usually like by this branch. It's like this dude has never. I mean, sure, he's played and he knows how practices work but like how's he going to turn to his like defensive coordinator and be like no dude do it this way like it's just so we uh listen to this story so andy reed apparently somebody was saying like oh yeah maybe we can try to get andy reed on on one of the segments or whatever and like yeah well listen just so you know you better try for like monday or tuesday because like wednesday through through saturday he sleeps in the office wednesday through saturday this is what I was. Uh, this is what I heard the other day, and I was like, "What? Yeah, like Wednesday through Saturday. It's like I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys after the game on Sunday to your family, and just get after it. Just get after it. So that's like the commitment of a lot of these NFL coaches. Like, and their families are understanding of it. By the way, they're you know everybody you know has their ways of developing. You know, like you would go on a road for two right. weeks in baseball. Yeah. Un- understandably, yeah, so, but in season, these guys, like I said, some of them are sleeping at the stadium for four or five days. And Jeff Saturday just got a phone call last night. He's like, hey, you want to be the head coach? And he's like, oh, <laughs> shit, I guess. But he's got a great attitude going into it. And as somebody mentioned last night, he's more popular in that town than Peyton Manning. Like, he's in every commercial. He's like, you know, in their ring of honor. I mean, he's one, he was one of the greatest players of his generation, yeah. like, for a while. You know, like, ch- championship pedigree. But So he has a lot of, like, the boon... It, like very similar similarities to boom, but again, that sport is very different, man. That's very different, oh, dude. It's so different. Like I said, yeah, it's a di- they, that's a great point, Chance. It's a yeah. different animal, man. These guys are sleeping there Wednesday through Saturday. Mm. Oh my god! Oh my god! By the way, hold on. This is breaking news. What we got? Wait, the numbers were drawn in the Powerball that was up to basically two billion dollars, dude. Did, it, did anyone win? I don't know. Well, let's see. Here, I'll read them off right now if you're at home. Okay? Yeah. This is it. It is 10, 33, 41, 47. Are you writing these down? Yeah. 56? Yeah. And the Powerball number was also 10. Whoa. Whoa. So wait, what do you mean the power? Like, you have to, you have to hit all those numbers and then the 10. You have to hit all those numbers and you have to have the 10. In Powerball, the yeah. Oh my God! The Powerball, dude. That's the end of the world. 
<laughs> like, can you imagine? What would you do? Now, by the way, the taxes on that, you wind up clearing about, like, seriously, like, like 500 million out of almost 2 billion. Really? You, you, you lose over 50%? Absolutely. And like, you gotta like, you have to like start being a real good person and start donating to charities and stuff like that. Otherwise, you're gonna get like extra taxes. You're a rich guy. You know that stuff better than me, but <laughs> I'm serious, right? Like, you gotta do some charity work every now and again. Otherwise, you're just gonna get taxed on it all. Oh, dude, you have to do, you have to, you know, you have, yeah, because when you, well, you wanna give your money away. So you can give it away to charities or you can give it to the government. So you might as well start a, start a fund. You start a fund that mm-hmm. you can give it away to charities. Yeah. That's funny. Talking about taxes, I remember there's a, a, a somebody we know who, who retired a year early because uh, they were going through a divorce and they didn't want to get half of that one-year salary they were about to get to, to, to their ex-wife. So they just retired first so they, and finished their divorce and started a new career. I'm not going to mention the name. I think you might know who it is, but it's pretty funny. And it was it was a pretty good off. It was like a it was like a it's like a ten million dollar player option. But oh, his wow. point, but his point was like, what? So I get five. I got to give two point five million away to the person I hate the most. <laughs> and he just didn't do it. You don't know that story? I won't say. I'm not going to say who it is. But I that, think I do. I think I. Do. Well, we'll talk after. Oh, I did speak. That makes me think of Giselle and Tom Brady, like. <sighs> Why don't they just split it? You know, they're both super rich. Who, I don't know. Who cares who gets what? Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? She may have actually been worth a... No, she's worth more than he is, I think. she's make, She made hundreds of millions a year being the hottest girl in the world, Super Bowl. Unbelievable. All right, we've really gone off the rails here. Let's go back and talk a little baseball, because you did play professional baseball, and that's how this whole show started. <laughs> yes. Yes. What do we want to talk about? Yeah, we got Rookie of the Year. All the all the announcements for all the awards are pretty cool. I thought we would maybe touch on the Rookie of the Year, Chinchy. You know, we, yeah. um, so in the American League, they got Stephen Kwan, Julio Rodriguez, and Adley Rushman. And, I, you know, you look at those guys, you think about Jeremy Pena, you're like, how's Jeremy Pena not there? Right. His regular season was really good. It's just below Kwan's, though, like as far as OPS plus and all that stuff. I think he has a 101 OPS plus, which means – 100 OPS plus is an average player. So Payne is at 101, mm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. He did win the gold glove. He's not an average player. He's the MVP of the World Series. But obviously, I think Julio Rodriguez is going to win that. Adley Rushman, though, dude, had a great year. Yeah. The Orioles, the biggest reason the Orioles were in it, because when he came up as a catcher, I think he took that rotation, you know, helped those guys, that pitching staff, and the way he swung the bat. I think you get bonus points for being a catcher, too. That's like That's like coming in and being like the starting quarterback. As a rookie, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, no, dude, totally. It's yeah. like, it reminds you, it, the, the, the guy he reminds you of is kind of like the Buster Posey effect. Mm. When Posey came to the Giants, I think they wanted his rookie year, and then they, you know, won four other championships. So, gotcha. What about incredible. the NL? And then the, yeah, then in the NL, you got Donovan from uh, the Cardinals. You got Strider, uh, pitcher from the Braves, and that Michael Harris, man. But just, what, what shows me here, how good the Braves developed, dude. It's unbelievable. Yeah. They just, it, it seems like every year they got these young people – that are like, you know, Strider is one of the best pitchers in the game. 131 innings pitched, over 200 punch-outs, dude. He was 13.8 Ks a game per nine, dominating. <clears throat> and then Michael Harris, man, look at the correlation of when the Braves started really getting going. It was right when Michael Harris came up. You know, solidified center field, hit 19 home runs, hit almost 300, great players, stole some bases. And obviously Donovan out there with the Cardinals, he had a nice year too. But I really believe Strider's going to win that because yeah. – 
you know, it was first in every category, every rookie pitcher. 202 strikeouts. I, I would give my vote to Michael Harris only because I picked him up uh, when he got called up in my fantasy league, and he's the reason I won. <laughs> Dynamic, dude. You know what? I love that guy, too. He's not going to win, but he's just more – it's funny you call it a throwback, but it's like a throwback to, like, 15 years ago not that far – but he's like a dynamic player. When he gets on base, you're like, oh, is he going to go? What, what's he going to do? I'm like, yeah. I want more guys like yeah. that. Yeah, he's like a five, legit five-tool player. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so we got all that going. Hey, we got to run, man. You know why? We got to get out and vote. <laughs> Let's vote. go, dude. I'm out of here. I got to go vote right now. No, I, I'm absentee ballot. Absentee ballot. Absentee ballot. By the way, it's windy out here. I better go. I, there better be some sandbags. <laughs> when I go to my voting center, there better be sandbags out there to make sure that, that, that nobody's desecrating. Sandbag your pool. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I gotta sandbag my pool. I'm gonna also I'm gonna write up a uh, 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 a contract now when the kids come over this summer. We're like I am not liable for anything that happens in my house. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, brother. All right, Jiggy. Love you, man. Love you, hey, man. Thanks for everybody out there. We'll see you see you tomorrow. All right. Love you, buddy.